0: Welcome to Blue Talks. The year was 1988. I was 17 years old, a high school senior. I was sitting in the back of my problems of democracy class, a class that I loved. I had on my mint green Reebok high tops, my pink sweatsuit, and I was sitting in the back just feeling so low. Two days before, I had met with my high school guidance counselor. He informed me my choices were slim to none to get into a four year college. I didn't have a great successful two years. My sophomore and junior year were sketchy. I didn't pull myself together until I was a senior and it was too late. You have to have certain classes, you have to have language, you have to have math. I didn't have any of those classes done to get accepted into a four-year school. I felt shame and embarrassment as all my friends were talking about where they were going to go to school, what they were going to do, and I was thinking, what does my future hold? Sitting in the back of this classroom, I was talking to my friend next to me as she was telling me when she was going to school, and I was feeling, again, those feelings. Into the classroom walked a man who looked to me someone that was very successful. He had on a suit, and he was had a composure to himself that spoke success and confidence. I was really interested to hear what he had to say. This man was a speaker for a technical school in our area. So he came into the classroom to give a motivational presentation and then give some information about the school that he worked for to recruit the students that might be interested. As he stood up in the front of the room, he spoke about how many times, how he dropped out of high school, how many times he failed out of college. He failed out of three different colleges. He ended up, he was talking about how he had his master's degree and he owned his own company. He did this speaking on the side for this school because he really loved what he did. So I was, as I was listening, my heart started to pound. Then my heart started to lift. I felt like this man was there for me personally. He gave me back my hope. When I had no hope and no vision for my future, he showed me what was possible. He said he failed, he overcame, and he gave me the hope I needed to continue my journey. So after that day, I went home and I told my parents, this is my plan, I'm gonna go to a community college for one year and then I'm gonna transfer. If I hadn't seen that speaker, I still don't know what would have happened. I don't know if I would have ever overcome that. My guidance counselor was not helpful. He was a man that had a, a vision of what students should do, and I didn't do that. So he wasn't someone that could really help me see the way out of that. But this, this guy did. So <clears throat> I went to one year of community college, and then I went to a four-year school, graduated, and I was a communications major. Guess what my first job out of college was? I became a classroom speaker. There was an ad in the paper I saw. I was on the public speaking and debating team in college, so I had a lot of experience speaking. I saw that there was an ad for a school speaker and I applied to it. It was a small private college in Boston, Massachusetts and I went out into the classroom and I spoke to students. When I was in the classroom with these students, I felt like I was in my truest purpose because I was talking to all of them about what they had potential to do. It wasn't just about the school that I was recruiting for, although I believed tremendously in the programs we offered. I saw the changes in the students who maybe weren't the best student, but what they became from doing these programs really gave them hope and it put them in a beautiful career. So I loved having this experience of talking to these students and really getting to know them. And it was an amazing position to be in. I felt like it was my mission and what I was doing in the world was what I was supposed to be doing. Then the school closed and I went on to a few different sales jobs. So I had several sales jobs over a 10-year period and I am absolutely not a salesperson in any way. There's nothing about me that does sales, but I happened to end up in all these amazing jobs. I happened to be working at Ralph Lauren when Polo Sport was being sold off the shelves. I worked at a furniture store when it was the only one in Massachusetts. So there was I was successful in the sales career with no sales <laughs> experience. I just loved speaking to people. I loved getting to know people. But when that stopped, my last career in sales was for a. a a tooth whitening company that was in California. And when I came here to the Northeast, again, I was just filling orders. I was busy all the time. My sales were skyrocketed, but it wasn't anything I was doing. It was just me being in the right place at the right time. So I was feeling no real sense of worth, no sense of value. I was teaching CCD to students and I had that going. So that was nice to have that connection with students there, but I didn't have the place of feeling like I was inspiring or motivating people. I felt like I just lost my why. So I went back to school and decided to become a high school guidance counselor because I wanted to inspire students. I wanted to be their advocate. I wanted to empower them and show them every possibility that they had because I felt like I never got that chance when I was in high school went back to school it was great i loved it i had an amazing internship at a high school i was running girls groups i was counseling students one-on-one it was amazing i felt like i was making a huge difference loved every second of it then i went and got a job i got a job in a high school vocational high school and because of my recruiting background i was also recruiting students so i was a brand new counselor i was in my early 30s i was outside of the school recruiting and then coming in and trying to meet with my students. I had 300 students that were freshmen, I was trying to get them acclimated to the school. It was really challenging. I had no relationship with them. I got to know them in a 10-minute conversation before a special ed meeting. So it was really, again, starting to feel like, oh, this isn't what I signed up for. And then I got into, and you all know what this is like. And I hope you don't have it here, but I know you do because every company has this. It's groupthink, it's one person, it's one negative person talks to everybody else, and then the whole group's down. Then you're all talking about how you don't like your company, right? How you don't like certain employees. It just becomes a negative spiral of energy. And I can't believe me, who wanted to change the world, got into that so fast. I was right in there, and then then I finally said, I cannot do this. I'm not going to come to this job and get into this negative place and be this person when I had this whole other vision of myself in my life. Luckily, at this time, I had just started my spiritual journey. So I was taking all kinds of classes, learning how to meditate. I was taking Reiki. I was meeting with people all the time, counseling. I was also getting my doctoral degree in counseling. So I started to see, let me put these skills into practice. Let me do this for myself now. And one of the top things I did every day was remind myself of my why. How many of you in this room right now can raise your hand and say that you know what your why is at this moment. Okay, I like that. That's a good thing. If you feel like you've lost your why, I'm gonna ask you to just close your eyes for a moment. Even if you know your why, I just wanna bring you back to a space where you can really feel it and touch it within you. So if you just wanna close your eyes for a moment, And think about that time that you knew and you felt with every ounce of your being, what your why is and how it propels you forward. What is a memory, an event, something that you can count on to go back to, to really get in touch with that why? And let that inspire you to come forward in the best way that you can living your why every day sometimes your why may just be you need to pay your bills you need to save for retirement you need to have another income whatever those may be there might be something underneath that that you forgot about and sometimes when you can get in touch with that It's something that can really help you feel better about the position that you're in now and where you are. Another thing I used every day is the good old-fashioned gratitude. How many of you have a gratitude practice or do gratitude daily? Okay, awesome. What are some of the things that you're grateful for? Just a raise of hands. I'd love to hear what you're grateful for. What are some of the things that you might be... Yes. Yes, absolutely, perfect. Anybody else? Yes. Yes, that's. And yes, that's great. The sun is so important for us. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, health. Yes, health. Health is wealth. It's so true. Sometimes I think I always say this. When I think when we're in good health, we forget to be grateful for our health, because if you lose it quickly, you know, it's you, we, we don't have anything. So gratitude for health. So just getting yourself every day into a space of gratitude can really help you change. You know, when I was going into my job every day, I would be grateful and I would say, I would set the intention every morning. Let me help one student. Let me plant a seed today for one student. Once I started doing that, it really shifted my trajectory in my job. It started to make it feel like, who am I gonna help today? Who can I get to today? And it became exciting. So how many of you set your intentions for your day each day? Okay, yeah, it's a great practice to have. Sometimes we forget and that's okay, but I always suggest this. If you haven't set your intention, it doesn't have to be a big deal. You can just do it at your desk when you get to work. Just sit down for a second and write out what your intention for the day is. And maybe it is just to cross that path with that one person. Doesn't have to be a student, you're not a teacher. This is a company. So maybe it's a client that you have. Maybe it's working with your boss. It's something, something that you have set for that day and really put that intention down. When you do that, it starts to shift, it starts to change. You start to see your intentions come to fruition. And another technique for that is to visualize it. Does anyone visualize their day? Yes. Awesome, I'm I'm so happy to see that people are doing these things because I found them to be incredibly helpful for myself and for my clients. So I feel that once you can get that intention and you're visualizing it, starts to come in another thing that i did and do and still recommend to everybody is a quick meditation a breath really really just quieting your mind centering yourself and grounding yourself into your own body so that you can come from that centered space with everybody that you meet in feeling that as yourself who you want to be in your why when i say meditation i teach meditation so i have usually have once a week, I have a workshop, and then I teach in private places or companies. People say to me every time, no matter what, even if it's the most spiritual person, I'm in a yoga studio, I can't quiet my mind. Guess what, my friends? Nobody can. Even the monks on the hill cannot meditate for eight hours a day. They still have thoughts flowing through. So just know you can still receive an incredible benefit. Meditation doesn't have to be 20, 30 minutes. It can be a simple practice of one minute, of two. So I'm going to ask you all to just take a breath with me now, just closing your eyes, allowing yourself to feel yourself for a moment in your body. And then if you feel comfortable, you can just place your hand on your heart. And I'm going to count to three and ask that we take a breath together. So one, two, three. Nice big breath in through your nose and releasing it through your mouth. And then we're going to do that one more time. Another big breath in through your nose on the count of three. And just feel the difference in your body. So one, two, three nice big breath in and then releasing through your mouth that's all you need to do to really reset yourself you can reset yourself during the work day you can reset yourself in the morning to start your day just a way to get yourself centered and ready for your day so you're in your body you're active and you're ready Energy flows where intention goes. So when you set your intention, that's where your energy is gonna go. It's gonna always follow that. So when you have a good intention like that, that's what you're gonna see show up in your experience. Now I do counseling with students and I really, See them one on one, and it's a whole different experience. When they learn some of these techniques, it really helps them shift and helps them change so that they can be more in control of themselves and how they are being in the world. Our students, just like you, lots of employees and companies, you have a lot going on, right? What does your day start? Do you, do you walk into the building and sit down at your desk and have a leisurely breakfast, chat with your coworkers, and then start your day? No. You come in the building, you know what you have to do, or if you're working at home, I know some of you work remote. If you're working at home, you might even just roll into your office in your pajamas, right? Have a cup of coffee, get going, and it's full steam ahead. But if you can take some time out and just regroup to your own self and feel those feelings and be in that place where you're setting intention, visualizing, and really letting yourself be in that and that energy, it's going to change everything for you. Because you spend, we spend, what? More than 40 hours a week at work. We spend more, what does students spend? About 40 hours a week in school and if they have extracurricular activities. These are just some quick tips and things that can help you feel better. Something else I want to share with you, and I love to share this with people who are going to do presentations or people who have meetings that are really stressful, something excuse me, something you can do to prepare yourself, your body, your nervous system, everything to get ready. Has anybody heard of the power pose? I think it was Amy Cuddy that came up with it. I think she did a TED talk around it. It's a really simple technique. When I teach students, yoga and meditation. I have a lot of student classes for yoga and meditation. I teach them the power pose along with it, and it's always their favorite thing. They they like it much better than the yoga. And a lot of people in the environments that I visit like this power pose too. So it's just, I'm gonna ask you to just rise with me today and do this. It's very simple, yet very effective. If you're going to do a presentation like this today, or if you're going to do one for your company, this is something you can do beforehand, okay? So we're just gonna do it. We're gonna start with the right foot. I'm gonna demonstrate it first and then we're gonna all do it together. So it's just step right, step left, hands up. Okay, so it's, and, and I, say, I say power when I put my hands up. So it's step left, step right, power. And you feel yourself in your body strong and solid, ready to go. Okay. So on the count of three, we're gonna do right, left, up and say power. If you feel, if you feel called, if you don't feel called to say power, you don't have to, but you'll still feel that power and energy coming through your body. So we're gonna go on the count of three. One, two, three. Right, left power. Okay, let's do that one more time on the count of three. Ready? One, two. Three. Right, left, power! Awesome. How does that feel? Does that bring you good energy? Do you feel like you could do something now? Yeah, we're in a group of employees here. It might feel uncomfortable to do this in front of your coworkers, I get that, but when you're on your own and you have the time or the chance or you need to get that energy, that's something that you want to do. Same with the deep breath. You know, again, in in working with Corporations, people sometimes feel uncomfortable closing their eyes with their coworkers or students. Forget it, I don't even try it with students anymore. But when you're alone, you'll know exactly what to do and how to do it, to feel those feelings in your body, to calm yourself or pick your energy up. Because here's what happens in the world, right? You know the world we live in right now. There's a lot going on there's chaos here, there's bad news there, there's this, there's that, it can overwhelm a body, a person, it can take us down. The only thing we ever have to control is what goes on here within us. So if we have these tools and we're equipped to take a look at something and say, oh, hmm," my mind starts running, here goes my mind again, my mind's on overdrive, noticing thoughts, noticing where your energy is, all the things that you have within you to shift and change how you are looking at things and your own mindset can bring you peace and comfort or maybe even a place of not even noticing things anymore. Because sometimes when you take in so much and you have so much stress coming at you, you just can't take it all in. So you have to find a way to say, okay, because what does the mind do? Mind creates a lot of thought in a lot of chaos, that doesn't really mean a lot. It just kind of goes like this. Have you ever noticed, anybody here noticed that you might be even thinking thoughts from 25 years ago? The same tune is running in your head, the same loop. Usually it's a negative one. From high school, mine was, I'm not smart, I'm not smart, I'm not smart. It still runs all the time. But now that I've had quite a few accomplishments in my life and know that I will always power through to get what I want to get, I don't even hear it or notice it. It's there. If I think about it and I hear it, I just let it be there. The more you notice that and you see that your thoughts are always going to be running this train, you can let them go. You don't have to get on the train with them. That's another thing that you have within you to control for what's going on out here. The only thing we ever have is within us. Meditation, again, can be two minutes in the morning. It can be a minute at your desk. It's just quieting your body, taking in some deep breaths. No one's thoughts ever stop ever. Theme song. Does anyone have a theme song that they love and listen to to power themselves up? Anyone want to share what their theme song is? Imagine John Lennon. Oh, that's a beautiful one. Good one. I, I, I never thought about that one. That's really great. So, yes. I don't know that one. I'll have to look that up. Keep me in the moment. Nice. What was the um? Jeremy Camp. Okay, Jeremy Camp. I'll have to check that. That's great. Yes. I'll yes, I love that song. I play that song a lot of times for students. That is an awesome song. Good one. I love that. Anybody else want to share one? Yes. I like uh, I'm a Survivor. Yes, that's a great one too. Awesome. So a theme song can really help you get your energy moving forward and knowing that's your song, to get where you need to go, pick up the pace, whatever it is, move into your dream life, move into whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. And music in general, I love listening to music to lift the vibration, to feel the day starting. So even if you get into your office or your place, wherever you're going to start your day, Get your playlist and start listening to some good music to lift you, to bring you into that good space of vibration, and then you're going to start in a really good place. Has anyone done that? Like you're not really feeling it. And then you're driving in your car and you suddenly hear your song, and you start changing your attitude, you start feeling good and better. So that's what music can do to really help lift you. So I hope that these quick tips and techniques can help you today in your work life, bringing you work-life balance, bringing you anything that you need to see that you have control over yourself. And your environment's always gonna change, but what you have within you, you can bring forward to create your best self in the workplace, your best self in your life, and you have everything you need within you. Thank you for being here with me today.